0: How are you doing today Morgan?
1: I'm doing good David. How are you?
0: I am doing wonderful. It is Monday morning. Um, it's kind of kind of like crappy outside. The weather's not too nice. How are you doing? Yeah.
1: I'm doing great. I was it was a great weekend. The weather was I enjoyed it. It was that 50s. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I'll take the 50s over the 30s in Michigan every <laughs> single day.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. It still was kind of not so nice though. I mean I was I guess I was just in Florida like a week ago. So that weather compared to here is like, you know, it's uncomparable.
1: Absolutely. Oh, I haven't been anywhere that warm in a very long time. It feels like since January,
0: Oh. did you go down
1: for fun, for business combo? Um, What
0: was your Florida trip? I guess fun. I, I went down to get my dad to bring him back to Michigan. So it was just like a day I was down there. And, uh, the day that I was down there, it was, it was extremely nice and I enjoyed it. So yeah. And here we are back in Michigan.
1: <laughs> and hopefully the temperature keeps going up. We golfed this weekend and it was beautiful, except for the winds. Cause we, we played a spot that was like on a Hill. So the wind was all over the place, but it was oh, still wow. beautiful. I'm just happy it's getting warmer.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So uh tell me a little bit about yourself. Are you from the Lansing area? Um and first of all, how did you hear about the podcast?
1: <laughs> um a great question. So I'm part of the 517 community page, which probably okay. everybody, just about everybody in Lansing is at this point, because Sarah's okay. done an amazing job of growing that group. Yeah. Um yeah. and I believe you posted a question that you were like looking for people to fill my podcast. Um And I think I just commented or I sent you a a message and then I set this up like back in January or February. Wow. So, and it's now May 2nd. So it's been a while. Um,
0: it has and that that goes to show like how many people have been on the podcast since then, because as soon as I posted that so many people reached out and it was like almost to the point where like, I'm like, I don't know how to control and manage this. I, I just need to find a way to have people schedule themselves. And, uh, so here we are like two months later and you're finally just now getting on the podcast.
1: And out of curiosity, why did you start the podcast? And did you start it this year or when was your start date?
0: Uh, I started last year. Um, I started in, I think January or February was when I released my first episode. So it's been going a while, but it's been fun. It's been a, a great learning experience and I've gotten to meet, a ton of people, ton of interesting people. Uh, I believe, I believe today I just released episode 74. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm well on my way. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so anyways, enough about me since you (laughs) tried interviewing me, tell me a little bit about yourself. You from the Lansing area, obviously you are, you're from the Lansing area. Um, yep.
1: So I grew up in Mason, graduated okay. from Mason high school, went to Samu for college and now back in Lansing. Um, never really have lived anywhere else other than Mount Pleasant for that few years. I'll be out there.
0: What did you go to uh, college for?
1: I have an exercise science degree, um, uh, with a nutrition and community health or public health minor. I don't know what they call it these days. Um, and I luckily, I'm one of the ones that get to use my major and one of my minors in my career. And I love it.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, that's awesome. Uh, thankfully, you didn't put that to waste. <laughs> 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 uh, so what kind of things do you do with your with your major? What, what do you do for a job? What, how do you make your living?
1: So up until... March 2020, when probably a lot of things changed for a lot of people. I was an in-person personal trainer. I worked for a couple of the gyms in the Lansing area and I loved personal training. I love the aspect of helping someone, even just in that hour that I saw them, yeah. like feel better about themselves physically, mentally, whether it was just we walked on the treadmill and I was just their therapist to listen to them and what they were dealing with. Or if it was my clients who wanted to be pushed to the max, whatever it was, I loved it. And when everything shut down, I want to, I think it was like March 17th or something. We got the email that said everyone's being laid off. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay. So I went into panic mode because that's kind of who I am. I like, to, <laughs> no, Things have a schedule. They have a regiment, like If it doesn't go that way, it stresses me out. So I started seeing some of my clients virtually just through FaceTime. And then I saw some out in parks because that was still a thing. March, 2020, if you remember, was freezing. I think it was like 10 degrees one morning when I met out in a park and we decided to put that on hold. Um, And then August, 2020, I filed for my LLC and I wanted to do this as like virtual personal training as, like my career, rather than just something I was doing on the side to get me through to get back to the gym. Right. I learned it was something that I wanted to be able to do from me being anywhere and my clients being anywhere. I have clients who were in Florida for eight weeks and they did not skip a beat in their training schedule wow. because they took their stuff that they needed to. I was here. I went to Arizona a few months ago and I was able to train them while I had an unexpected delay. Like nothing has to be put on hold with what I do and I love it.
0: That is, that is very interesting because that's one thing the pandemic did for a lot of people. I talk about it all the time on the podcast is it, it forced people to kind of like reinvent who they are and reinvent the way they do things. And I know like for the fitness industry, it took, it, took, it took a huge turn because I mean, a lot of people were in person like you and they were like, how else can I train other people? and so they they resorted to like zoom zoom meetings or skype or do, just doing virtual virtual things or like meeting in parks like like you had mentioned and uh yeah and i i think that a lot of people probably um stuck with it right stuck with that kind of training
1: and when i went back i was like i was part time doing what i was doing part time back at the gym that i was with and the one thing that was the disconnect for me was when I had my clients virtually, I wasn't just with them that hour that I was with them. Like I was talking to them every single, almost every single day. Like it was like an all encompassing like health program that I was helping them with. Okay. Whereas when I was in person, I felt like I was only there for them in that moment that they were in the gym. And I know that probably could have changed, but the fact that I'd created it on my own, I was like, yeah, there's a lot.
0: This episode is brought to you by Red Bike Delivery. This delivery service operates only using battery-powered, eco-friendly transportation. Red Bike Delivery is there for all your delivery needs, whether it's dinner for the family, flowers for your partner, or new houseplants for your new collection. Red Bike Delivery will gladly deliver those and everything in between. So what are you waiting for? Check out Red Bike Delivery on Facebook or Instagram for more information. Red Bike Delivery, because there's only one Earth.
1: So I was able to put in the pieces that were missing and figure out what was missing. And the nutritional portion of personal training, the like mental side, like how do we deal with our stress that all, it's not just working out. Like there's all these different aspects that we don't focus on when you're just in a 60 minute training session where I'm able to help them in different areas. And I love it because no one's really missing out.
0: So what is the process like whenever you're creating I mean, I guess when you, when, when you went to go start this training program, um, you what do, what do you call it? Um, is it a training program that you do?
1: So I do two things. I do one-on-one training. So like, if you were interested, we'd, um, we'd essentially sit down see if we're a good fit. And then we'd figure out what your goals are. And we'd start getting you on with small, small, like tasks in your nutrition, in your water, we'd start really small in all these areas yeah. and slowly work you through. And then I have another thing called an accountability program, where it's people who kind of know what they're doing. They just need somebody to check in with them of like mm. that, that buddy that doesn't, that's actually going to follow up. Like, Hey, did you go do that thing you said you were going to do?
0: Right. Um,
1: so I kind of have two different areas that I focus in and both of them though, we start out really small. We all get into this, like, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to go 110%. And then we don't do any of it. Yeah. So I'm all though. Are you ready? Let's move forward. One small step.
0: That's one thing with uh fitness for me is accountability. Accountability helps, helps me. Uh, I mean, I, I can work out like on my own without anybody pushing me, but when I have like a reason to work out and when I'm training for something specifically, then I'm working out like a madman. And like, for instance, right now um, my, my working out since I went to Florida has kind of been like all over the place. But um, like, I I'm in the middle of some sort, some, uh, uh, weight, like weight, weight gain challenge, um, with some coworkers. And it's kind of interesting to watch because I'm like the fitness guy. And then like the two other guys that I'm doing it with one guy did work out, but he doesn't work out consistently. And then the other guy, like he's kind of getting back into shape and everything, but him and I have kind of been going back and forth with working out and, uh, just, jumping into savage mode, I guess as the other guy, like he hasn't worked out at all, but like the whole accountability thing, you know, keeping each other accountable and like the positive reinforcement, like texting, Hey, you know, I'm getting after it right now. You you guys get after it too, has helped a lot. And I think a lot of people don't have that.
1: They don't. And if they do, you sound, sounds like you have a really good like group where you guys are all holding each other accountable. Yeah. Whereas I've found where there's like a group of people and only one of the people in the group takes the reins and feels like they're having to hold accountability for everybody. Yeah. And nobody's holding accountability for them. Yeah. So when you have something like I do, they're not holding me accountable to anything. They are making sure I'm doing what I'm doing, but like, I am there for them completely. Whereas sometimes when we get with our friends, like, oh yeah, remind me to do that we all have other things going on in our life that we end up forgetting about it. We're like, yeah, I was supposed to text you that completely forgot. Like
0: yeah.
1: it's just a different level, but it sounds yeah. like you have a really good support system when it comes to your guys's challenge right now.
0: I do. And I think a lot of it has to do with us talking crap to each other too. Cause that's, that's part of the fun is, you know, us fat shaming each other and all that jazz. But, um, even though we're not really fat, <laughs> but, um, it's just a bunch of guys talking crap to each other. Um what got you into the fitness industry? What what led you to want to do that for a career?
1: Um so I grew up like just probably a lot of other people. I played sports all growing up. And then my senior year in high school, I decided I wasn't a huge fan of the team sport aspects. Um, so I ran my first 25K and half marathon, and I really liked the tr- training. Um, there was a teacher at school and he's like run Boston marathon and all that. So he set up our training program and I loved the run cross train. Like I loved the program that was set up. Um, so then when I went to school, I originally wanted to do dietetics, but then realized that there's a lot more chem and orgo in there than I ever wanted to do. <laughs> and so I circled back to I love programming and seeing the results in somebody's strength it's being able to teach people that like there is a proper way to garden there is a proper way to shovel something so you don't throw your back out whether you're 20 or you're 50 like so it all kind of started when I was given a program that I really liked and I was like oh I like to do this for somebody else and it's fun I've I love it. I do videos like I'll write the program for people and then I do demo videos all kind of in my home gym here. It's so much fun to just get creative with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what kind of workouts do you typically come up with? Are they like a CrossFit or like a functional strength um, type workout programs?
1: Great question. So not CrossFit. I like to kind of every single workout has five main components and you always have a push. So something for the front, a pull, something for your back, a squat, something for the front of your legs, um, a hinge, something for the backs of your legs and your glutes and then core work. So essentially I hit those five components and then I get to play around with, okay, do we have biceps today? Do we have triceps? What, how many core moves do we need depending on, I work with a lot of moms. So whether they've had a kid, they're getting ready to have a kid or they have had a kid a while ago, our pelvic floor is super unstable, even for men that like, we do a lot of core work and like really working those deep down muscles that like, nobody thinks about like sit-ups aren't going to do it, but we have to think about like those intricate, which I love. I'm like, Ooh, what fun exercise can we get those little (laughs) muscles activated?
0: (laughs) So you have everybody cussing you out in the middle of their workouts.
1: I actually talked to a client this morning. She's like, yeah, Morgan, I always think about you are saying slow in the back of my mind when I'm doing these and I'm thinking, these are awful, (laughs) but I know I need to do them.
0: (laughs) I think it's important for people to have that one person that they know they could have in the back of their mind whenever they're doing something be like, oh, they would want me to do it like this. Like for me, there was was a, a guy that I used to train with, his name's Shane. And he owned a gym out in Perry. It was called functional fitness. And he did a, like a lot of strength training, um, type workouts. And I mean, he said so many things, but like, whenever I'm doing a workout and I'm not going to my full potential, I think, I think of his voice in the back of my head telling me to push it or stop sandbagging or whatever <laughs> it is. And then I'm like, okay, okay. I, I needed that. I think it's important it, to have that voice.
1: It is important to have that voice. And it's a voice that is going, like you said, going to push you and that you're not just going to push off like it's your own. Yeah. I, I have somebody else that, um, it's probably about a year ago. We were talking about eating in the kitchen and when everyone was still working from home full time, she was like, I just keep going to the fridge. So I printed off her, a little picture of me with like the word why (laughs) and like, she stuck it right on her fridge. She's like, this is awesome. Cause now I stop and I'm like, I can hear you in the back of my mind saying, why are you going to the fridge right now? Like, We just need that person.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that goes back to the accountability partner, right? Like you have Mm -hmm. that one person that you know, that will always hold you accountable no matter what. And, but it's also important to know that, you know um, that person wants you to be happy also it's important to, you know, not, not keep yourself like from wanting to eat certain things or do certain things. And right.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's like, I am not an all or nothing type of person. My thing is I've never wanted somebody to tell me what I can and cannot eat in my life. I'm not going to tell you what you can and cannot eat. If you want to have it, let's work on portions, moderation, a way that you can enjoy it, but not overeat it where we're just like, now I don't even enjoy that food. I didn't even like enjoy the moment of eating it. Like, so having that of go out and have fun with your girlfriends. I don't care. Go have fun. Just know that by you not doing this, there will be a consequence to yourself, but you (laughs) have to, and as long as you can say it and you can accept it, I'm all for it because we have one life and it it really sucks to have to limit ourselves
0: from the things we
1: love to hit a certain look of our bodies or number on the scale, whatever it is like. I love to go out and have fun. Like I'm not going to limit my time to have fun because I want to look a certain way. I want to feel good in who I am and still do the things I love.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You have to enjoy life a little bit. Um, when you're coming up with like a, a diet plan for somebody, what does that consist of? And what does that look like, um, based on like their needs and what they like to eat and stuff like that?
1: So I will never write something specific for each person. I do a lot of like general. So macros, I kind of talk about macros, but I don't talk about it in terms of like, let's track like how many carbs you had, how many fat, how many grams of fat or protein. I really do like, okay, look at your plate. Do you have a carb? Do you have a fat and you have a protein? Because when we can get an equal amount of each of those categories, our blood sugar stays level for longer and we don't end up with those spots. And those sugar rushes and all of those feelings of like I need more food now, or I'm starving. Right. So we talk more generally of like, okay, you eat a lot of pizza. Pizza is fine. Pizza doesn't have a lot of protein. Pizza has a lot of fat and fat and um, carbs. So what, what can we pair with it so that you feel better longer rather than in 30 minutes needing something else? Hmm. So we look at what can we pull in or manipulate so you can still get the things you love, but you don't have to like complete a whole different meal. You don't have to make two different meals. Like, what can we just add to it to make it a little bit more filling for you? So you feel better for longer.
0: If I'm eating pizza, I'm not eating, eating anything else. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a cheat meal for me.
1: I'll usually do wings or salad or the two that will end up comboing somehow.
0: Oh, that, that's actually a good idea. A salad before pizza is really good.
1: It is like a big garden salad or a big Caesar salad is always so good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a good thing to add to us, a, to a pizza. Yeah. Now you make me want to, I want pizza now.
1: <laughs> I've had pizza all weekend. I'm, I'm pizza out for the time
0: being. <laughs> so how often do you find yourself working out? Um, I'm sure that when you're training other people and you're helping other people, it's harder to find time for yourself, right?
1: When I was at the gym and I was in-person training, yes, I felt like I struggled to, like, get that balance in of, like, at the end of my day, I'm exhausted. At the start of my day, I'm up so early.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but since transit, transferring to virtual completely... I've been able to find one, these gaps in, okay, I have an hour and a half break here. Can I get a 30 minute workout in, in the same space that I'm currently in now and jump on the bike, lift some weights, do something small. Um, And I've really taken out the whole, like, it has to be a 60 minute workout for it to be worth it. And to me, that's, what's been helpful is, can I start every morning with some sort of movement or something for myself, whether it's reading, whether it's listening to something Something educational. Like, can I start my day with something for myself stretching movement? And if I can't, where can I fit it in my schedule to have that? And I prefer to work out in the morning, but lately I've been enjoying my evening workouts. So I work out at least three times a week for myself because I know if I don't, I can't show up for my people. I have aches and pains. I have to see my chiropractor more. I have to do all these things that if I don't keep up on myself, how can I preach it to them that like, yeah, you must work out three days a week. And if I can't even do it.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I've I learned mean, to
1: schedule myself in my calendar before other people.
0: Do you miss working in the gym?
1: I do a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I miss the, I miss the gym atmosphere of when you're working with someone, but also, and also seeing like eight different people who are members. Right. There was so many people that I had a really good relationship with that I, I, I didn't never trained. They were just people that were part of the club that I just knew really well. I knew their lives and I don't get that when I'm in a virtual setting because I'm one-on-one with people. I don't have that in and out of just general conversation that happens in the day. Um, So I miss that aspect of it for sure.
0: What what do you think is more productive? Do you think it's a little bit more productive to train somebody online or to train them in person?
1: And for them or for me?
0: I guess for either.
1: So for me, I find online is more productive because I'm able to offer a variety of, whether it's us being on screen together for a solid half hour or me writing you a program and us checking in once a week, I have more variety. So I feel like I can serve people in a better way, in a stronger way and have more variety for lots of people. Um, And I think for them, it really depends on the type of person you are. If you're someone who is really good at like, I'm giving you your homework, go do your homework and come back to me. We do really well in one type of setting. Like we we could do really well virtually. If you're someone who's like, no, I need you with me all of the time, following me around, like Hmm. all of that. An in-person setting is a little, it's going to be easier because you're going to have that person with you all of the time. I do a few of those sessions still virtually, um, but I've switched a little bit because I do have clients who go to the gym and it's weird if they take me on their phone through the gym, propping me up, having me tell them what to do. Like, it's just a little awkward in that sense. Um, So if you're someone who really enjoys the gym and you really need someone to sit there and make sure that everything looks good and that your numbers are right and you don't wanna count, you don't wanna think at all, you just wanna be told what to do, in person is the best way for you because you'll have that person right there and there's no excuses for that. If Good. you're a little bit more like, give me the homework, I'm going to get it on my own time, we're going to get in the calendar, virtual is awesome, because it's, I can fit it into my schedule, we're not trying to time block a bunch of time, where we're like, oh, I have to cancel because of and you have to cancel, like, we can right. be really strategic with it.
0: How, do you have a lot of clients?
1: I do. Um, I, th- I think I have like 15 right now, which is a pretty heavy course, not and they- course load.
0: And they, they, they do online sessions three times a week.
1: Um, so I have five of them that do two online sessions a week. Um, I don't have very many do three unless they come to any of my group fitness classes because I do virtual group fitness classes and that's usually where they add their third one in.
0: So what's the, you keep cutting in and out. I'm sorry. Um, what is the name of your business?
1: Get Fit With Me, LLC.
0: Okay. And that's uh, an online-based business, correct?
1: Yep. Fully online. Um, It's a spin on my name. So Get Fit With, my initials are Akovich. So it was my little, it was my creativeness during COVID to create a business with my own initials.
0: (laughs) What was your, uh, I mean, obviously you said when you created the business, your your intentions was to be able to do it full-time. Mm -hmm. Is that is that something you've been able to accomplish? And is it has it exceeded your expectations?
1: So last October, end of last October, so October 2021, I left my gym job completely, and was able to move into this full time because my client load for my business had increased. So I, I was able to and this year after kind of doing the whole like, okay, what's the first quarter look like? Cause you got to look at the numbers to figure out if it is worth it. And it's been able to be really sustainable and allowed me to have my freedom, but also allowed me to grow my clientele and do this full time and not feel like I need to go get a second job anywhere to supplement, um, to supplement what I've been doing. And I love it. I love that. This is like, I get to wake up and just do this.
0: (laughs) That is awesome. I mean, because you're helping people from the comfort of your own home hmm That's got to be nice. It's got to be really nice.
1: <laughs> it is. And from the comfort of their own home too. I see people at all times of the day. It's hilarious. Some people are like, I'm sorry, you can see me like this. I'm like, I don't care. You see me like this in the morning. Like neither of us have brushed right here at 6am and that's okay.
0: Like... <laughs> that's funny. And I think that's important too, because a lot of people like, especially if you're going to the gym or you're just starting to get into fitness and you're starting to work out, you don't feel comfortable going to a gym and learning how to use the equipment because you don't like, you're afraid of people talking about you or looking bad or not like just looking like you don't know what you're doing. So it, it kind of adds like a, I guess a whole new perspective to somebody who would like to start working out and, um, it would, it would help them, I would think.
1: Yeah, I have a lot of clients.
0: It would help them feel more comfortable and stuff.
1: They feel more comfortable because they're like, okay, I know the basics. Now I'm, now I can move into something a little bit more. I'm ready to go to the gym because I lost X amount of weight or I just feel better about myself or the other one I hear a lot is I'm a mom. And I can't take my kids because the gym that I was a part of didn't have child care. So it doesn't put those limitations on what comes up in everyday life as an excuse or a justification for not doing anything. Like if you can do it in your own home, you can do it anywhere. And you really, I started off doing videos with laundry soap because all the equipment (laughs) sold out and I didn't have any at the time. So it's like, we don't need anything fancy to do it from your house. And I love that.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I was extremely fortunate about. Um, I started, I started getting a home gym like years ago uh, when like I started having kids. And I'm like, I I don't have time to go to a gym for two hours. Cause I mean you drive there, you first you get ready to go and then you drive there and then you you get there, change, do whatever you, it is you need to do, work out and then drive home. And by the time that's all said and done, it's like two hours. Mm-hmm. And you just don't got time when you have children. And so for me, like when I, when COVID hit, I had a home gym. And so I just kept on working out like, like nothing happened. And my friends were contacting me wanting to come over and and use my gym. And um, so I I allowed them to, but uh, that's one thing I I preach to a lot of people is like, you should always buy equipment to have at home. Even if you don't want to have a home gym, buy some dumbbells or Mm -hmm. buy, buy some kettlebells. Buy something. Buy something that you can throw around and you can get a really good workout with some really lightweight.
1: Exactly. And there's more fun stuff. So let's say you only have a set of five pound dumbbells and you're way too strong for those. Well, you're going to do it for a longer amount of time. Like you can yeah. play with all these different factors. So if you're like, well, oh, I only have fives, I can't do anything. No, you can still do stuff.
0: Yeah, Don't you worry. Could, you I, could box.
1: <laughs> I can show you a lot of things you can do with five pound dumbbells and you will not <laughs> like it by the end. Like, or if the weights Really heavy. Like, what do you find in the house that's different? Because you're right, right, having just something, whether you're not feeling great and you can't go to the gym, or uh, some situation comes up, you have an option, and you're not just yeah. stranded. Of like, okay, that's it. That can't do anything.
0: Well, I think it's an excuse too to to say, oh, I don't have gym equipment. Because you really do not even need weight. I mean, you could you could do body weight things. You can do burpees. And there's so many. <laughs> you said yeah, like you love burpees.
1: I don't love burpees, but I love body weight stuff because yeah. travel. Maybe yeah. you're someone who travels a lot. Like, and you can't take your dumbbells. Right. I'm not wasting 10 pounds of my suitcase weight. <laughs> ten pound up. Like, That's not happening, but there's other pieces that you can purchase that weigh nothing or just body weight in general. Yeah. You can get a really good workout in if you know what you're supposed to do and you have the guidance
0: of, right. in that direction. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things you could do there. I mean, like, you can do squat, jumps, squats, you can burp, you can do burpees, pushups. I mean, there's so many things, so many things. I, I oftentimes incorporate a lot of body weight stuff into my, my normal workouts. Even like I'll, I'll do push like a hundred pushups before I do upper body or, you know, squats before or squat jumps or burpees before I do other exercises.
1: I use a body weight as a really good warm-up tool. Cause so often we also forget about that warm-up and that cool down. Yeah. Like, okay. Maybe you're going to do some deadlifts today. Let's do some glute bridges to get your glutes warmed up. Yeah. Maybe you are going to do some push-ups before you go into chest or some band pull-aparts. So there's all these different body weight movements that just get you out of like sitting in front of your computer all day long. Like, okay, yeah. let's Let's get our muscles activated. Let's stand up. Let's let's get the things moving how they're supposed to.
0: I think it's wise, by the way, that you're standing, and not sitting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I feel like it probably makes you a little bit more comfortable to be in front of a camera because you can kind of move around a little bit.
1: And this is how I do all my training. So when I go live every Thursday in my Facebook group, um, I'm either here or I'm back here, like I'm moving around. So this is a comfortable position to talk when I sit. I like I turtle, I hunt, (laughs) I do all the things like this is uncomfortable. So I'm used to standing when I talk about things that I'm passionate about because I feel like I can lean into what I'm talking about a little bit more confidently than when I'm sitting and I'm feeling like comfortable type of thing.
0: That's a good move. That's a really good move. Cause (laughs) I find I find myself like whenever I'm doing a podcast, even like right now, I'm like leaning on the table and I'm like I'm like swiveling around in my chair. I keep having to like readjust. So I stand up or sit up straight. Just standing is a good move, but I'm not going to do podcast standing. So,
1: <laughs> see, if I had it as a career, I may say I may be in the same boat as you. But considering mm-hmm. I don't do it, I do a lot of up and down throughout my day. Like, I work with some companies too to just talk about like reducing stress in your neck and like having good posture and a yeah. stand desk. Like you can be sedentary standing or you can be sedentary sitting. So if you have the option throughout your day to go from stand to sit and kind of move around, yeah. that's where you're going to get the most benefit is when you're not just sitting all day, you're not just standing. I move up and down with this desk all day long.
0: <laughs> that's one thing like a lot of people uh, who work like an office job, they oftentimes use use the fact that they have to sit all day to, um, to where they can't work out. Like I, I can't work out cause I I'm sitting all day and I'm just, my neck hurts and my back hurts, like all these things. But like, if it were me, I think I would have like a dumbbell beside my chair for one. Um, and then I would actively stand up and and try to work if I, if I guess if I was allowed, <laughs> um, but I feel like that would be beneficial as far as like trying to stay active.
1: So, As you can see over there, I have a bunch of resistance bands. Mm. And if you just get yourself a resistance band or even Theraband, where like if you have ever been in PT, it's the band that they rip off or they cut off for you. And they're like, here you go, here's your band. Right. Um, Keeping it on your desk is a great way to like one visualize, like, okay, there's something that I can do, whether you do it or not, it's a difference is a different problem if you (laughs) see it you can pick it up every hour and do some different moves maybe you're gonna do calf raises while you're here like Mm. there's a lot of little things that we can do and i find it's not because people i've talked to it's not because they don't want to it's not because they feel like they can't because they just don't remember so i have people who have sticky notes all around their computer screen of like do calf raises like have all these things. I have people who set alarms on their phone for the top of each hour. When it goes off, they grab water and they do a little five minute mini circuit. Um, It's finding what trigger for you is gonna remind you to move. Cause we're all different. I like alarms. Um, Anytime my alarm goes off, I'll go upstairs. I'll refill my water if if it needs to be. I'll do a little stroll around the house. I'll do some movement. Okay, now I can come back and work. And it's also a good spot to get your mind away from the screen. Yeah. You can't be in front of the screens all day long.
0: Yeah. That's not healthy (laughs) either. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Now, when you went from the gym to online, what was that freedom like? Were you, I mean, obviously you're a little bit more free because you can kind of create your own schedule uh, right now. What is that freedom like for you?
1: Um, so I was able to create my own schedule at the gym, which was really nice to the place I was at. I, I could choose when I wanted to work when I didn't want to work. Um, but the freedom, it allowed me to grow and help people and not from just one area. Like when I was in the gym, I felt like I could only help people when I was at the gym. Gotcha. Whereas here I can take my laptop and go anywhere and have a call with anybody. I can chat with anybody from anywhere because we have so much technology, zoom, yeah. Facebook, our phones, laptops, whatever, that I feel like I, by doing this, I have the freedom for me to move, for them to move and for flexibility in life to kind of be honored. Cause I think yeah. sometimes when I was in person, it was like, I can't make it because this came up and it just had to be a cancel. It was a flat out cancel. Whereas yeah. now it's, hey, I have to work this day. Can we meet a different time? And there's so much more flexibility in both of our schedules of like, hey, I'm, I'm leaving this weekend to go up north. We need to move our session earlier. What, day, what times and days of work? Like I'm in complete control and I get to grow a business, which is fun. Like I never yeah. thought I wanted to like own a business, and, like be an entrepreneur. I actually did not do great in an entrepreneurship class in college, <laughs> not great at all. But now that I'm in it, I love it. And I can't imagine doing anything else
0: what, what has it been like trying to grow a business? Because just doing fitness as a career in itself is difficult trying to like, you know, form workout plans and like meal plan type things um, and scheduling and all that jazz. And then you're also managing the business side of it. Is it, is it difficult?
1: It is. Time management is very challenging sometimes or creating your work-life balance yeah because there's always so much to do there's always so much to do and things to happen
0: and there's always something I felt to in, do right
1: yes and I <laughs> fell into that hamster wheel in the beginning of like oh felt like I was always working all the time all the time mm. all the time but I enjoyed it but knowing that then burnout happens yeah. so now I'm really good on like I use a journal every single morning. I'm a very pen and paper person. I write down what needs to happen today. And I kind of circle or start the top three things that need to happen for me to feel accomplished for the business. Cause the training and stuff, I've been doing that for years. That stuff is second nature. Yeah. The business stuff is like, okay, what's the next thing? Oh, it's the end of the quarter. I got to look at X, Y, and Z that like every single day I've I write down everything that needs to happen and I make sure I get at least three of those things done and it happens. I make sure there's time for it. And if I don't have any time, I only choose one to get done that day. And that's where my time management has helped because we do try to do everything and we just keep going. And all of a sudden it's like nine o'clock at night. Like, Oh, there's supposed to be dinner in here somewhere.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's kind of my problem with like the podcast is trying to find that, that balance because it takes so much time to try to like I guess get an episode out where like I, I you know I sit down, I do the interview with somebody that takes like an hour to hour and a half, depending. And then after that, it's like two to three hours after each episode, you know, of editing and then uploading and typing a description and all that jazz. So like by the time it's all said and done, especially if I have you know five episodes in a weekend, it's like I've spent like probably 40 <laughs> hours just doing podcasts outside of like my normal job and uh, it it, it can be like overwhelming. So I would assume for like a lot of like business owners, it's hard to find that, that balance, you know, especially the balance to like have like time for yourself to like work out and all just the normal things that you want to do.
1: I think I came into my business in a kind of unique position too with being laid off. I knew that first priority was me. So since then, like me time has been scheduled
0: mm. and then my
1: clients time and then the business time. So like whereas so many people, I feel like, go into the business after leaving something because they were either unhappy or they've been want it's a dream they've been wanting to move forward on and they're just really driven in the business. And I was, but it wasn't until about six months in when I was like, okay, I want to, I want to like actually do this is when that business like mindset kicked in for me. Yeah. So I'd already learned how to balance me and my clients that that third piece then got to come in and see, okay, well, how many hours do I have left in a week? Okay, what has to get done to make the business run in the amount of time that I actually have available? Right. Um, like, I think I had a unique situation when that happened. Um, and I'm very grateful for it because it's also, somebody told me once they said, they asked, are you a firefighter? Are you a poli- policeman? Or, are you a, or do you work for EMS? I said, no, they're like, it's not life or death. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen.
0: Mm, that's a good perspective.
1: Like, yeah. Like I'm always like very quick to do things and it's not life or death. If something comes up that takes more precedence in my life, I need to be able to balance and acknowledge that. So like, it's okay if that one spreadsheet does not get done today. It can get done tomorrow. It can be moved to the list and it's okay.
0: Right. Yeah. I think that that kind of adds to the unhealthy mindset, right? Like whenever you focus on the things that always have to be done, it can create a very unhealthy mindset, mm-hmm. you know, cause then you're just constantly stressed out and worried about what's next, what's next, what's next.
1: <laughs> and, it, and then you fall into like the mindlessness of it all. And you're like, oh, the month went by, what did I even do this month? Like, because yeah. it's there's a nice part to a routine and habit that just kind of runs itself, but you also have to have room in there for growth and for creativity and for the fun things, whether it's in business or in your personal life to break up the mundaneness of like, get up, do the things <laughs> like, yeah, okay, now what are you going to do to break that out? Because if not, I find that that's probably where we fall into not enjoying what we love to do anymore. Like yeah. if every single day you got up and you did the podcast and you just kept going and you didn't allow yourself to do other things, that's where burnout happens. That's where we wouldn't enjoy what we love.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So with that being said, what do you, what type of things do you typically do? Because I mean, your career is like in the fitness industry. So you're constantly working working out or doing workout type things with other people and with yourself. I mean, like for me, working out is like a a relief, like it's a relief from like all my daily activities. It makes me feel better, but I could imagine that if that was my job that it would almost feel like I'm working in a sense. What kind of other things do you do other than working out that help you like balance like anxiety and all that jazz?
1: So, I really like going for walks, especially as Michigan's getting warmer here. I love just like getting out and walking. Um, I've had a goal this year and I'm finally moving towards it. And I've been dragging my feet on it because I've put myself in parameters. So my goal was to read three books this year. For some people that may not sound like a lot.
0: How many? Um, Three?
1: Three. Wow. I don't enjoy reading.
0: Really don't. (laughs) It is
1: like, it used to be my least favorite thing in the world. And I kept telling myself that I had to physically read a book. And I realized like an audible, an audio book counts. So last month I actually read two books or listened to two books because I allowed myself the flexibility and I need to learn and move. So how I, how a lot of mine is like, get outside, get fresh air. Even if it's just up and down the driveway to check the mail a few times a day, even though, you know, you've already grabbed it, (laughs) walk up and down the driveway, um, listen to something, whether it's your music, Find an audiobook. I've been doing more educational stuff. Um, hmm. and honestly, I just like stretching. Like, I don't my goal this year is also to do more stretching, and there's weeks where I'm not great at it, but I can really feel it if I don't, and yeah. I can really feel it in my neck, especially when I'm stressed. And taking just 10 minutes to stretch really alleviates so much of that. And I'm like okay, need to do this more. And that's where the sticky notes or like my little label maker on my laptop. Comes in <laughs> like, take a breath, stretch, do the things that you know help. Um, a lot of my clients also like journaling. I'm not a huge journaler, but I'll do voice memos of like, this is how I'm feeling. This is what, like to get it out of your mind. Yeah, Because we keep it in our mind so much. So yeah, outside walks, listening to something and journaling of some sort. I have a client who does vlogging for herself. She doesn't, it's Mm. the private YouTube channel, but she's every single week, she's gone live um, for herself and like done a debrief of the previous week, what she needs to work on, how she's doing. And I think it's the coolest thing.
0: (laughs) That's a really good idea. I never thought about that. Like do it like kind of like a journal. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now you have a Facebook, Facebook group, right? I do. What is that called?
1: So it's called get fit with me expanding your physical and mental fitness. Whoa. Um, it's a really long name.
0: I was gonna say that's a really long name. <laughs>
1: yes. I will make sure to send you the link. Um, yes, so please. That you do. Have it. Um, in, in that group, it's for anybody. It's for anybody who wants to expand their physical fitness. So like, learning how to be functional out in life, learning how to use equipment, learning how to create their own home gym, anyone who wants to expand their mental fitness. So understanding your why routines and habits, um, goal setting. We do a lot of goal setting in there. Um, I've created a framework that actually gets you to your goals rather than just like do the thing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) great. And then, um, we talk about nutrition, I couldn't make the name any longer. So we do talk about nutrition as well. Um, and every single week I go live for anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. I have people live on Zoom with me. Wow. And we interact. Um, and it streams right into the Facebook group. So if you're ever like, I can't be on live, you're welcome to watch the replay. Um, interact in the comments. And it's a good support group just to be like, I'm not the only one struggling with this. Like there is, there is help. There is... There are tips and tricks, like I give away a bunch of freebies. I think last week or a couple of weeks ago, I gave away one of my recipe books for anyone who dropped the word recipe in our live trading as we were talking about stuff. What? Oh. If there's anything that you like enjoy and you wanna learn about, I'm always welcome to teach on it too. That's my best, Mm. that's my favorite. Is if you're, David, if you're like, I wanna really learn about this. I'll either say, I know nothing about that. Let me find an expert to come in and teach us. Or I'll say, like, okay, let's do it. I'll teach on that in this next month.
0: That is really cool. That is really cool because I think that like, well, for one, it's, I think it's cool. Cause you, you've, you've kind of built a community of, you know, people who are willing to support each other and, and just learn in general about fitness and just being healthy all around. Um, but I also think that's cool that you're willing to bring in experts when, especially when you don't know about a subject, that's really cool.
1: Thanks. Yeah, I know I'm not the expert on it all. So if it's, I can find the person who is that wants to come talk to my people, to my community, yeah. absolutely. I want them there so they can learn from the past.
0: It's almost like a podcast in a sense. It
1: right? is. I've I've turned it into a, a non-public podcast because I use a really <laughs> cool platform called Searchy. So oh, if okay. I add it to a playlist, I can click the link and I it's like a private podcast. So you can only get it if you, I give you the link type of thing. Oh okay. But you can listen to everything.
0: Okay.
1: It's, it's a little different when I do demos and you can't really see what I'm demoing because it's a podcast, <laughs> but like you can <laughs> still get all the concepts of video listening.
0: <laughs> well, you could do it in video. You could do a video podcast.
1: I've never done video. So is it like when I think of podcast, I think of like Apple podcast or Google podcast, or so, when I think of video podcast, I think of YouTube.
0: Mm, okay. Well, for one, this video, this podcast will be on Spotify also so as video. Um,
1: Spotify does video.
0: They do. They do. <gasps> yeah. So I all did not my, know that. Yeah. So all my episodes are on video on on Spotify. So See, I
1: always just click the link from the browser, and I guess I never realized. I could do it from my phone. That is awesome. I'm super excited about that.
0: So what I really like about that, the Spotify is that like, you know, with YouTube, when you're listening or watching a video, um, if you want to close out your phone, it it shuts off. (laughs) Whereas like Spotify, you could listen to it or watch it. So like, if I was listening to this podcast on Spotify, I could open my phone and then watch it. Or if I wanted to close it, 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 there's no interruptions whatsoever. It's pretty cool.
1: That's a really cool thing Spotify is doing. I haven't yeah. had Spotify in a little bit so I love learning I love learning new tech, tech. stuff. <laughs> now I love tech
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love tech I mean it's it's something that you have to keep up with because if you don't keep up with it'll it'll get away from you
1: oh absolutely and you also have to remember that like so I teach my people the same thing if you have a system that works and it's doing the thing it needs to do don't switch it don't reinvent yeah. it like unless you're having issues, then we can look at a different app. I have so many people that have downloaded multiple different apps because they're like, well, (laughs) this one didn't work for two days. Okay, you need to give it more than two days of seeing if it works before we (laughs) switch and download something else.
0: (laughs) So real quick, I think we're almost like an hour in, right? Yeah. Um, What is your goals for for the business? I mean, obviously you're helping people, you're helping them uh, mentally and physically. And I, even motion emotionally, um, do you see yourself possibly even like creating like a fitness app?
1: Um, so the goals for my business, I kind of struggle with sometimes because this is so new to me and this year is my first full year of doing it full time. Mm. Um, that I've always, I've kind of struggled with like, okay, where do I want to see this going in five years or in 10 years? Um, I would love to create something and an app is probably what I'd create it on, but some sort of way because Facebook is great. Facebook's a great way to grow community. There's so many people on there. The downside is we, I don't own Facebook. Facebook can shut down tomorrow and I could lose all my community people. I could lose all the stuff that I've put out there.
0: Right. So
1: I'd love to create something that allows my people to have a community outside of Facebook and whether it's us messaging back and forth in a group or them having all my tutorials in one spot, because I have stuff on Facebook, I have stuff on YouTube.
0: Mm. I've,
1: I want a spot where it's all consolidated together. Right. And I don't know if that's something that I need to create or if it's something that's out there that's like, And if anybody listening knows and they're like, oh, I know that thing. Okay. Let me know what that thing is. Um,
0: I mean, I have a suggestion, but I can't remember the name of it and I'd have to send it to you. So I might have to send send that later. Yeah. There's a, there's an app that I know um, a lot of like fitness people use and they, it's like a universal app, but you can like, I'm trying to like figure out a way to describe it. But um, you like set up an account and you can put all your content on there. I wish I could remember the name. (laughs) Um, I know Nick bear, he uses it. Okay. I I don't know if you know who Nick bear is. He's a, like, online fitness freak, whatever. Um, (laughs) but he uses it for all his content. You can like subscribe to, you know, his workouts and his fitness plans or whatever. So,
1: yeah, no, I'd love to hear what that is. Cause like I said, like I've been I know in the future that I want it off of somebody else's platform. I'd like something of my own, essentially. Yeah. Um, And really, my biggest thing this year is I want to grow my accountability program for not just me holding the other person accountable, but for the group to be so big that everyone's checking in with each other. That, like, the fun part about what I do is I have people in Michigan, I have people in Lansing, I have people in Maryland, I have people in Washington. Wow. I have people from all over.
0: That's incredible.
1: my clients or are listening to me or who are learning and who are connecting with other people. And to me, that's the coolest thing is like, we're not just where we are or the people we see every day. We can meet every, like I'm going to Wisconsin for a retreat that they've hired me on to do a, a woman's retreat for him for two days. And that was through a connection. Wow. Which I probably wouldn't have had if all I was doing was um, face-to-face handshake it, or maybe but it would have taken a lot longer yeah so, I just that's, love seeing the group connection from like one small basement to anywhere else in the world
0: <laughs> that's the power of the internet right I mean mm-hmm. so many so it's kind of funny to think about like I mean I'm assuming you're like around the same age as me I'm 28 um nope. 26 okay. it, oh wow um that's a that's awesome and you have a business and everything that's that's incredible Thanks. uh yeah um that's one thing like I remember being a young like young and the internet was I guess kind of getting invented and I remember dial up like nobody (laughs) nobody is like expected the internet to go where it is today and it's amazing that you can use the internet for so many good things like to influence the world it's insane like the capabilities of it are limitless
1: it is but I also find that like if your internet goes out at your house and you're supposed to have something happen, like w- we sometimes don't know how to like deal with that when that happens. Whereas mm. before we were like, Oh, internet doesn't work.
0: Oh, well. we'll just call <laughs> them
1: up on the phone. Like w- we tend to go into panic mode now.
0: So, I like, for think- sure do.
1: Yep. I do. I'm like, crap, the wifi is <laughs> not working. What do I have to do to switch around and make it work? Like-
0: <laughs> yeah. The, um, that's one thing that, uh, I think uh, a lot of people are pretty dependent on is the internet these days, but I know I'm dependent on it, especially with a podcast. Like right now, if the internet at my house went out, I'd be screwed. I'd be like, oh boy, (laughs) (laughs) how am I going to, what am I going to do?
1: And it's a luxury, but it's also like, it's 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 this double-edged sword of like, are we so dependent on it? But like, it allows us to do some awesome things. Yeah. so it's like finding that balance and that's where I try to find it in my off time of like, I turned off all my notifications all weekend. And it was fantastic. I got no notifications unless it was a text. And I was like, Oh, this is great.
0: That's then Monday to- morning
1: came along and you see all the notifications. <laughs> but then that's for Monday morning.
0: <laughs> that That's really healthy because um, I know including myself, you know, I get caught up in being on social media and I don't really post all that much except for like the podcast, but um, you know, I get caught up on being on social media and like responding to text messages and I'm constantly on my phone. But not being on your phone is so much more healthier. I've I've you know uh deleted Facebook and all the social media apps. I've put time limits on my phone before and during those times when I was doing that I felt so much better. Just felt healthier.
1: And I think that's where some of mine come that that's why I still love my paper and pencil for my to-do list. Like it's one less thing. Like, yeah, I do need my computer to complete the to-do list, but I don't have another thing open to make sure that I like am doing it. Like I'm a v- like, I open my journal every single morning, what needs yeah. to be done. And I, everything is handwritten also, because unfortunately we never know what our laptops may not do the things they're supposed to do. And mm. we may lose all the things. Oh, so please I don't say that. So much on the <laughs> paper. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's a really good idea. It's old school for sure.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. But (laughs) it's, it's one of, it's like that safety security that I still know of like, I can control this Yeah. because there's so much other that we can't control that we end up always trying to grasp to something where if I know I can control this, just like I can control my workouts. I can control what I put in my body. I can control how much water I drink. Like no one else yeah. chooses that for me. I get right. to choose that every day, how much I have and what it's going to do for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, is there anything else you want to bring up on the podcast? Talk about, promote? Um, By the way, you should do a podcast. You should do it like a fitness <laughs> podcast.
1: <laughs> I like, I'm definitely going to check out Spotify and see what that looks like and how that all works because that is really cool.
0: Yeah, you should. You should check it out. It's pretty cool.
1: Um, I don't think so. This has been awesome. It I've has, really enjoyed this.
0: It has. The only thing that would make this podcast better is if it was in person, but yeah, hopefully next time.
1: <laughs> well, hopefully next time Mondays are one day where I still kind of have a side job. Mm. I have a, my nanny family that I've been with forever. So I do my business in the morning and then I run and see them for a couple hours in the afternoon. So this was oh. my in-between time. So I'm really happy. Oh. I was able to fit it in and then next time we can do it in person
0: <laughs> okay yeah absolutely um I, I I don't mind doing Skype but it there's always like some sort of element that you lose when you're talking to somebody through a computer like I mean obviously you know you do it for a living yeah. but for me I pers- I like to personally meet people shake their hands like sit across from them and like I don't know it just it adds a whole different perspective to the conversation um I'm sure you know yeah. what I'm talking about, right? <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I have a I have a friend out in Washington, and we met for the first time in person. it's like, that's what you look like from the chest down. I didn't realize <laughs> how tall or short you were. Like, it's those elements that you don't get to see until you're in person. And yeah. you can only depict them so much when you see even their full body on whatever social media or on the Zoom screen.
0: Right, exactly. Um, well, do you think you could take us out with like some sort of like inspirational quote or some sort of phrase?
1: Okay.
0: Um. (laughs) What's something that you tell your, uh, the people you train all the time? Like, uh, you know, I I talk about it all the time, but there's a guy I've had on the podcast. He, he always says like, be the best you, or, and he, he might explain Mm -hmm. that a little bit. Is there like some, some sort of phrase like that, that you kind of try to live by?
1: Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Don't, don't overcomplicate what you want to do in reaching your goals, Like, keep it simple, one foot instead of in front of the other. And yes, it's small and it's slow, but it eventually adds up. You eventually get to see how far you've come. Keep it simple.
0: I love it. I love it. Thank you.
1: You are welcome. Thank you so much. I will make sure to send you the links and stuff that you need. Okay. Um, So yeah, thank you so much for having me on today, David. I appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. And uh, I hope you have a good day.
1: (laughs) Thank you. You too.
0: Alright, bye. Bye.